educating, informing, entertaining. The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Hey, welcome aboard the Monday edition. Hope you uh, had a lovely weekend. My goodness, uh, uh, it's uh, it's feeling more like, well, it feels more like summer again today, but uh, beautiful fall weekend. I spent some time uh, out of town working on some client work, but uh, good to be back in the capital city, the hometown. And uh, remember, it's, uh, uh, it is, it is Monday. Uh, 5-11 on Monday, September 18th. Man, we're blowing through this month. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, Husker football, Husker volleyball over the weekend. My goodness. Uh, uh, the Huskers showed up. That was, uh, I got to see most of that game. Uh, I was out of town up in Omaha, but uh, stopped into a pub and watched uh, most of that game. And, uh, and that defense comes to play. Uh, it's pretty exciting to see that, and it, you know, it really reminds me. I don't know about about some of you. The uh, uh, it's it's a lot like the old Huskers. Uh, you know, it's uh, lining up in the uh, I formation and uh, a little bit of option football, and so yeah, it's uh, they got it going the right way. I mean, you know, those uh, we only had one fumble, <laughs> we had one turnover, right? I think that's what we did, and uh, so yeah, took care of business and. Uh, let's let's keep it going because uh, it it doesn't get any easier uh, for sure. But that was fun, and the volleyball team. How about those volleyball girls? My goodness, um, they uh, I think they saw that they're ranked uh, number two in the country now, uh, deservedly so, undefeated, and uh, getting ready to go into Big Ten play. So uh, yeah, pretty impressive Husker. Uh, sports weekend and boy it won't be long but it'll be basketball season i think those guys are getting ready to uh, start uh, uh, fall practice and uh, uh, it'll be uh, hopefully another exciting year for nebraska basketball let's just keep this nebraska sports thing going shall we uh well remember if you miss any of the live version of this show you can always catch us on your favorite podcast platform any darn time you like um, or just go to KLIN.com, go to the Dan Parsons page, scroll down and find the episode you're looking for. And uh, just a, our daily reminder, we'd love to have you follow us on the Twitter, the X, excuse me, Johnny, I said X, I said Twitter, not formerly Twitter, it's now X, and uh, uh, and the Facebook. But uh, yeah, say hello to Mr. Johnny Cadillac, producer extraordinaire. I think the whole Twitter X thing, he... <laughs> Even in the next like year from now, if you're still saying Twitter, I think it's still okay. But you know, I mean, I know it's technically called X, but well, it's just one of those uh, words in our lexicon that it's going to be hard to uh, to break. I mean, because yeah. you know, it's because what do you say? Did uh, well, I Xed. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. I think people can conform to saying posted on Twitter rather than tweeted before they can actually conform to referring to Twitter as X. Yeah. I mean, posts, it's just, it's a common term across the board. Yeah. So. Yeah. So you said you were out of town as well this weekend. Yeah. Kept busy. I worked a show in uh, Junction City, Kansas on Saturday night, and so I missed the game altogether. Uh, Go Big Red. I was happy (laughs) to see the results. Um, And then, yeah, I went to a a suicide awareness uh, benefit show yesterday afternoon in Omaha. So kept busy. We we could have met up. I was in Omaha all day. (laughs) It was in Omaha all weekend. So I was 
Uh, well, good for you. So, Junction City, Kansas. What's life like in Junction City, Kansas? Well, I don't really see life outside of the the auditorium yeah. that, or the municipal building that we have our shows. But uh, when they they they're very proud of their their wrestlers that uh, come from there, and they're very passionate to back them up in the shows. So it's it's always so much fun to be a part of those shows. That's cool. Good for you, Johnny. Well, appreciate you taking us along for your ride home. Whatever you're doing on this lovely fall. Uh, afternoon and uh, coming up on tomorrow's show uh, our monthly check-in with the Lincoln City Council and the chair of the City Council Mr. Tom Beckett so we'll see what's going on uh, in Tom's world and um, uh, yeah this is uh, normally Flatwater Free Press Day I I know Matthew Hansen was running around today and we kind of missed each other but uh, uh, but I tell you what, I'll just, uh, I'll, I'll fill in for Matthew and brag about their event that they had last, uh, last Thursday up in, uh, uh, Bennington, uh, near Bennington, uh, at a, a beautiful barn. I forget the name of the facility, but, uh, a recommissioned uh, barn that's turned into an event space. And, uh, uh, yeah, their inaugural, uh, Flatwater Free Press Festival and about 350 people were there. Uh, packed house and uh, a panel of journalists who have ties to Nebraska that have gone on to do some pretty amazing things. Uh, a, a reporter for the New York Times, uh, another reporter who uh, heads a, um, uh, a an online news service, and um, and then another reporter uh, uh, with uh, CNN, Mr. Jeff Zeleny, and so. Uh, it was an, an impressive, uh, fun uh, evening uh, with Flatwater Free Press. And, yeah, it, just two years old. It's hard to believe Nebraska's very first uh, nonprofit newsroom. Of course, the other nonprofit newsroom uh, followed them by not too many months, uh, Nebraska Examiner. And uh, so, yeah, a lot of journalists, a lot of people that uh, support uh, local journalism, and uh, and these national journalists who have come on, and it is amazing, uh, on that panel, uh, those three journalists, and of course Matthew Hansen uh, was the moderator for that panel, uh, all graduated from the University of Nebraska College of uh, Journalism. And, uh, and I believe, I think, I'm not mistaken, I think they all said that they uh, worked for the Daily Nebraskan and... If I'm not mistaken, most or many of them also worked for the Lincoln Journal Star, but then went on to do some pretty amazing things uh, uh, in uh, in journalism. So anyway, that was a congratulations to Flatwater because uh, uh, just two years in, they're they're doing some pretty amazing things, and uh, and the model, uh, as a, you've heard us talk about here on the show uh, often, uh, it's it's different. Uh, and and is this the future of journalism in our country, uh, and in our state? Because the the model that is um, that has worked, that had worked in traditional journalism, is you know it's it's not working in a lot of instances, and a lot of newspapers are laying people off because subscriptions are uh, not what they w- used to be, and uh, uh, ad revenue is not what they used to be. So here's a new model. So it's uh, so we'll keep you posted on our friends at Flatwater Free Press, and we're going to talk a little bit about some stories they're working on. Uh, but let's take this break, and we'll be back in just a minute here on KLIN. You're listening to the Dan Parsons Show on fourteen hundred and ninety nine three KLIN. Hey, welcome back to the Monday edition. We're so happy that you chose to bring us along for whatever you're doing on this lovely Monday afternoon. 
what is it? 90 degrees. Yeah, we're back to a little summer here. That's that's okay. I'm not. I'm okay with uh, hanging on to this, but I'm also looking forward to fall. Man, uh, it's my favorite time of year, Johnny. I was going to say, I have a question for you, unrelated, yeah, but yeah. summer's my favorite time of okay. year, by the way. So uh, I, I still enjoy those hot temperatures when we get them. But before you were working the Dan Parsons show, before you were working in radio, from five to six. What were you what normally be doing? doing at this time? That's a really good question. What would I be doing this? Well, I'd be wrapping up from work um, and uh, thinking about, uh, you know, do I have any evening meetings to take care of? Because that, you know, in my business, sometimes some clients uh, can only meet uh, certain times of the day. And so there's, uh, or, you know, typically, here's what I'm missing out on, Johnny. I'll tell you that. Okay. There's a lot of uh, social activities uh, related to my business. Uh, you know, fundraising for political clients or, uh, uh, or just other social events, uh, uh, that, you know, are, are popular at that time of the, uh, afternoon, you know, early evening. And so, so that's what I'm missing now that you mention it, okay. uh, from time to time. But, cause I know there's one, for example, um, you know, I've been to several like that, uh, over the past four months that, uh, I'll come in late uh, that they've started. You know, typically a lot of those events start at 4 o'clock or 5 o'clock and go, you know, 4 to 6 or 5 to 7 or something like that. So Gotcha. Uh, you do. Yeah. But, yeah, it's it's a busy season in the PR world. Let me tell you, it's, uh, uh, you know, most of those, a lot of those stories, I, uh, you know, I signed non-disclosure agreements and some of those things we can't talk about uh but that's not why i'm here anyway to talk about what i do in my day job but uh but yeah it's a busy season uh, it's a very busy season which i'm um, you know i'm thankful i tell people i in fact somebody the other day I, I get this question often it's like well, what's public relations what do you do and i the simple way that i've boiled it down in a phrase uh, that i've used for years it's like well i help people get on or off the front page of the paper or in the in the modern era, I help you get on or off uh, the front page of Twitter or X, as as the case may be. So anyway, uh, but it's fun, you know. We uh, I've been doing it a while, twenty years uh, for the company, and uh, so we must be doing something right. Uh, but uh, but yeah, it, and and the reason that uh, we talk to a lot of reporters is because I've developed those relationships over the years, uh, because that's how I tell my client stories uh, is through the news media. And that industry has changed, and that's why I've been so fascinated with uh, folks like Flatwater Free Press and Nebraska Examiner, uh, because it it is a different uh, style of journalism. And I really think it's a style of journalism that's here to stay. Uh, and you've heard me talk about this before, but the model is, as a nonprofit newsroom, uh, they don't charge uh, subscriptions. There's not a paywall on their websites. Um, and they don't take advertising. Well, they they have sponsors. Uh, so the model is, as a nonprofit, like any other nonprofit, uh, they get they apply for grants uh, from organizations, uh, philanthropic organizations uh, that want to uh, invest uh, their dollars in uh, uh, in our in our community and our state that uh, lifts up um, the you know the fabric of what Nebraska is about. So that's how they. Uh, that's the majority of their funding, uh, but they also take donations from uh, from people who uh, who enjoy the news. And uh, you know, instead of 
You know, so now instead of my Journal Star subscription, my World Herald subscription, uh, now I have a, uh, you know, I, I, I donate to uh, Flatwater Free Press and Nebraska Examiner because they're providing me a service. And uh, even though they don't charge for it, uh, I support them that way. So anyway, that's a, and they've been able, to, again, with Flatwater Free Press, they've been at it a couple years now, and uh, they do in-depth journalism. And uh, they're doing stories that, frankly, aren't being covered by other uh, news outlets. And the challenge has been to those other news outlets through the years uh, is, again, because that model uh, has changed, uh, they've been drastic cuts. You know, you may know that the World Herald and the Journal Star are owned by the same company, uh, Lee Enterprises, out of uh, Iowa. And, um, you know, they've made some pretty drastic cutbacks. I mean, reporters that I've worked with for... Uh, for many decades, I've uh, uh, taken early retirement or been bought out and gone on to do something else. And that's why uh, the the guests that I have on from both uh, Flatwater and Nebraska Examiner, uh, many of those reporters are former uh, reporters uh, or editors from uh, the World Herald in the, in the Journal Star. Matthew Hansen uh, worked for years for the Omaha World Herald. And uh, so anyway, that's a... Um, that's that's what I do. Uh, I I I rely on the news media to help my clients tell their story. So anyway, that uh, that's hopefully a value to our listeners that I uh, have those relationships and uh, and value the uh, the work that they do in this state to keep us informed. It's so important. But uh, yeah, after the break, uh, I'm going to talk about uh, the other nonprofit newsroom because uh, we've got some guests coming up uh, later in the week and that I want to talk about. Uh, a story that uh, uh, Nebraska Examiner is, uh, has been working on and was published recently. So we'll chat about that uh, when we come back after the break. And, uh, uh, and yeah, I mean, this is a, a chance in the show. If you want to weigh in on, on journalism in Nebraska, I'd love to hear your opinions. Uh, you know, who do you read? Who do you, in addition to our wonderful KLIN award-winning newsroom, uh, where do you get your news? You know, do you do you still subscribe to uh, some of those other traditional uh, uh, journalism uh, sources? Uh, are you a subscriber to Flatwater Free Press and the Nebraska Examiner? Hopefully, we've exposed you to those news outlets, and uh, and we don't ex- we don't ignore the Journal Star either. We uh, Chris Dunker's been on the on the show a few times, and so. Um, uh, but anyway, 402-479-1400, if you'd like to weigh in, uh, we have the opportunity uh, to hear from you today. I'd love to hear your thoughts on, on journalism in Nebraska, journalism in Lincoln, and, and how you, uh, where do you get your news? You know, I, I know a lot of people uh, anymore, and, and this seems to be a bit of a, uh, a, bit of a generational thing. I, I ask that question often when I'm speaking to uh, younger uh, people in 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 uh, college settings or other settings, and uh, that the answer is social media, and whether it's uh, Twitter or Facebook, uh, uh, a lot of people rely on those uh, uh, outlets for news. Which uh, I, I I'm not a big fan of that. Uh, I mean, I it, it serves a purpose and it's convenient for everyone. Uh, but again, if you want. Uh, a little bit more depth <laughs> to your uh, to your news consumption, uh, I think, and that's the other thing I tell people all the time: don't just have one source; uh, have several sources. Uh, you know, I get up every morning, I read at least three newspapers, uh, all online, um, 
And uh, But then I'll go through my social media to see what's going on because, uh, again, one of the reasons that I've been on uh, social media, the, how I started, was uh, because journalists uh, are on, uh, especially Twitter. There's a lot of journalists, most journalists, uh, the vast majority of journalists are on X. And so, again, that's how I connect with, uh, with a lot of those journalists. That's how I learn what's going on. Breaking news, as the saying goes, uh, the news no longer breaks, it tweets. That's been a saying for some time now. You never heard that before, Johnny? Yeah. And uh, so, yeah. Anyway, give us a call. We're going to take this quick break uh, for the news at the bottom of the hour. But we come back. Love to hear from you. 402-479-1400. Uh, yeah. Uh, where do you get your news? I'd be interested to hear that. Uh, well, let's take this break, and we'll be back after the news here on KLIN. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah. That's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Educating. Informing. Entertaining. The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Welcome back to the Monday edition of the show. Thanks for tuning us in wherever you're at, whatever you're doing here on this Monday afternoon in September. It is September 18th, uh, 537. Uh, educate, inform, entertain. Johnny, have I gone through, you asked me this the other day, how I define the difference between educate, inform, and you've got the education thing down. Uh, but Mr. Chris Lofton... I, say, uh, I think he, he needs to inform us on what's going on yeah. with traffic. Hi, guys. You, Thanks for letting me interrupt. Just a quickie. Um, 52nd and O Street, the north side, so that's westbound lanes, a T-bone accident, ooh, which is kind of by uh, high V in that area on okay. O Street, westbound. Do watch for slowdowns. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Chris. Absolutely. Be safe out there, folks. Yeah, yeah. Let's slow down a little bit. A little slow down. Thank they you. just had an accident over there. What was it Friday? They did. Yeah. <laughs> My on, goodness. Yeah. Same area. Just on the on the north side of that. Yeah. Is the sun giving us problems? Uh, it can. Yeah. You know, you know I, I mentioned it in my morning traffic reports uh, when we have a bright sunrise, but a bright sunset can yeah, have the same the effect. Same well, know, I know different times of the year that the it's more prevalent than is, others. Yeah. yeah, right at that drive time. At, in that drive time, eventually, you know, it'll get dark at five o'clock. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> so, we will, we'll be yeah. missing the sun before long, kids. That's exactly right. Yeah. yeah. Well, Chris, what'd you do for the weekend? By golly, uh, did you get to go to the game? Uh, no, didn't get to go to the game. Went to Kansas City actually. Oh, we were all out of town. Well, yeah, yeah. My uh, daughter's volleyball team was in a tournament down there. Nice. And uh, I made her a couple of uh, pieces of equipment for her volleyball team. Oh, really? And so I drove. What does that consist of? Those uh, 
Well, one is, well, they're both, they call them rebounder boards. Okay. Um, and one is an overhead board. She saw this one. They, she brought her team up to the Husker volleyball camp this summer. And so when we went to watch her team at one of the games that they had, uh, after the game, she brought me over. She said, Dad, can you make me one of these? <laughs> and and uh, they use a, a board that basically just hangs on the railing just above the uh, the scoreboard on one of the corners. It'd be okay. the southeast corner of, of the arena down there in Devaney. And uh, it just it's a drill mechanism, and it's it's not a real complicated piece, but they the uh, they can practice their setting and uh, sure push skills sure. with their hands. And it, interestingly enough, they use a basketball when they do that drill. So it's a little heavier, a little heavier than uh-huh. a volleyball. But they go twenty five times at a, at a at a time, and then okay. they break, and then twenty five okay. times at a time again. So I made her one of those that she could hang on the wall in her gym. And then also a rebounding board that that does set on the floor at a, about a 45-degree angle. And they can, they can uh, hit into it. Then they can, they can actually combine with another couple of players. And they can hit, bump, and, okay. and hit again and that kind of stuff. And it's pretty interesting to see the – I didn't realize that there were so many – variables that you could replicate with just a couple of different pieces of equipment. That's cool. I did some jump boxes for her a couple a year ago for her school, two years ago for her club program. <laughs> so Never stop being a dad. She kept me busy. Yeah, That's good. Well, so you... that was fun to, to drop those off to him and then yeah. uh, met some other family for, for uh, brunch on good Sunday morning. And good for you. That kind of stuff. Wait, yeah. how about those volleyball ladies? Uh, Man, Huskers? isn't that Gee, fantastic? Yes, they what, are tearing uh, it up. That one rally last oh. night was just absolutely phenomenal. Made another top 10 ESPN, right? The, I, uh, I haven't I, even looked. I yeah, so. I it thought, wouldn't surprise me a bit. You I, know. I know I saw it several places online. Uh, Gosh, yeah. oh, they just really stayed with it. And it was probably Kentucky played a heck of a game and got the third set and then just about ready to win that fourth set, yeah. and that rally probably tipped the scale yeah. for the Huskers yeah. and got them over the over the hump. Yeah. And but Kentucky fought just yeah, as hard, team. And, yeah. and they are well, a good, good team. team. Yeah, it just it's one of those funny things yeah. how you can go and go and go. Yeah, but fun to watch. There a lot of energy in those young oh, ladies. My goodness. And and fire and ready to go kind yeah. of stuff. So. No, it's fun. It's fun. It's a fun season. Yeah. yeah, it is. Well, Chris, thanks for checking in. Yeah, thanks absolutely. For the, Thank the, you. The traffic update. You betcha. Keep us posted. Be safe out there, folks. Yep. Uh, we don't need uh, anybody getting uh, in a dinger. So, uh, well, coming up on tomorrow's show, it's our monthly check-in with the Lincoln City Council uh, and our chair of the Lincoln City Council, Mr. Tom Beckius. Uh, so, yeah, we'll check in with Tom. And then I wanted to mention this. Uh, coming up on Wednesday's show, I'm thinking a couple days ahead of time, because I've been working on getting these guests uh, into the uh, studio. Actually, we're going to have them both into the studio. So, uh, speaking of uh, nonprofit newsrooms, in addition to our friends at Flatwater Free Press, we often talk about uh, the other uh, nonprofit newsroom here in Nebraska, Nebraska Examiner. Uh, and we've had Paul Hamill and Aaron Sandiford on the show a few times. Uh, we're going to have another a reporter who I've not met, uh, 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 Zach Windling. Uh, Zach is. Uh, 
uh, is a reporter for Nebraska Examiner, and uh, Zach will be in studio with us uh, talking about a story that he wrote a few days ago uh, about a teacher in Crete. And this is a fascinating story. So if you're from uh, Crete, I know a lot of uh, Lincolnites commute uh, back and forth from Crete for work and maybe other things. And and so um, if you know folks in the Crete uh, public school systems or or have an interest in education. I think this is a fascinating story that Zach wrote. Uh, I'll just read you the headline. Um, it ended up being racist, is the quote. Teacher describes resignation from Crete Public Schools. Uh, Nikki Menard left her job at the direction of school administrators this spring after a lesson on Alexander Hamilton turned to discussions of slavery and racism. In uh, the bottom line with this story, uh, Nikki Menard, who is the, the educator uh, who taught, uh, past tense, honors, English, uh, led a discussion in the class about uh, a Hamilton-focused uh, lesson uh, <clears throat> by walking her junior class through how to use uh, primary resources. Uh, and it happened to be uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Uh, and one of her students raised her hand and asked why Crete High School did not celebrate the state and federal holiday of Martin Luther King Jr. Day. <clears throat> and the teacher, uh, uh, Nikki Menard, uh, suggested that uh, if the students wanted change, if they if they were interested in this, uh, of, of why that was, uh, they should ask for it. Uh, so the students began uh, this process of writing an all-class letter uh, to the Board of Education and the school superintendents. Uh, students uh, say uh, in a one-page letter, and it's linked, that letter is linked uh, here in the story, uh, that they were learning about Hamilton and the importance of being vocal in their beliefs. Uh, and the letter offers specific requests for how the district and its uh, different grade levels uh, could honor the civil rights leader. They were being proactive and and the teacher encouraged them to ask questions and, and send this letter. Um, and by not recognizing this day, the letter read by the students, we feel we are not giving Dr. King the justice he deserves. Uh, therefore, ignoring Dr. King's wishes and accomplishments, uh, the students wrote to the principal. Uh, and the most uh, frustrating part is that the day was not being recognized at all, they wrote. Um, Anyway, the story goes on to say that uh, uh, Nikki Menard said she created uh, the document file and shared it with the students. She also answered questions about sentence structure uh, and tone and grammar. Uh, however, she said she did not add any specific thoughts on what should be included. Uh, she, the, the teacher said, was quoted in the story, this really wasn't anyone there really wasn't anyone that had stopped or didn't want to be part of it until the very end when we were trying to decide who was going to send it. Um, uh, Menard describes the class discussions as buzzing. They were excited about it. The principal, within an hour of receiving the letter, uh, told a student the letter was, quote, very well written and that he would support the class in sending it to the board and the superintendent and asked the student to let him know uh, how he could help the process. Uh, and the next morning, uh, Menard, the teacher, found herself in the principal's office. And she was, she's quoted in the story, I thought I was going to, I thought I was going in, going to get congr congratulated because I had done something cool, Menard's recalled with a laugh. Uh, 
Uh, no, she is quoted as saying, it was a complete surprise. Um, so there, uh, the rest of the story uh, we'll, we'll pick up. But anyway, uh, it, it ends up this teacher was relieved of her duties uh, and accused of being racist herself uh, and for, for encouraging the students uh, to basically, um, uh, anyway, it's, it's, a, it's a fascinating story. So not only is uh, Zach uh, Windling, uh, the reporter, going to be with us in the first half of the show Wednesday, uh, the teacher, Nikki Menard, is going to be with us in studio uh, on Wednesday. So anyway, mark your calendars to come back on Wednesday, especially if you have uh, kids in public schools or uh, have know anybody in the Crete public school system. And uh, so we'll chat about that uh, on Wednesday. Well, uh, come back. We're going to take this quick little break, and we'll be back to finish up here on 1499.3 KLIN. You're listening to The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Hey, welcome back to the show. We're so glad that you chose to hang out with us here on a Monday afternoon, uh, a lovely uh, mid-September day and uh, a warm one out there. And so uh, uh, be careful out there in the highways and the byways and the streets. We don't need any more accidents. Uh, hopefully that uh, accident on um, on O Street uh, uh, will get cleaned up, and hopefully no one's uh, injured in that uh, incident. So, uh, But, yeah, just to finish up about this Crete uh, uh, story before we uh, let you go, in addition to the reporter uh, joining me in studio on Wednesday, in the second half of the show, uh, Nikki Menard, the teacher, is going to join me as well. Uh, and Nikki is Native American. And uh, uh, she said that, um, you know, she uh, she enjoyed teaching, but she she left her teach. She was forced out of her teaching position because of this incident. And we'll get into the in the particulars about it. But uh, uh, citing the incident in a as a personnel matter, uh, the superintendent uh, said in an email to the reporter that he was unable to comment under state law um, and. Uh, and uh, documents ex- 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 obtained by the reporter, by the Nebraska Examiner, uh, lists a few incidents uh, that the school district said that were concerning about the teacher, um, saying that she'd left school early uh, before four o'clock, uh, and uh, uh, those 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 things were investigated, and she uh, replied to all those things that. Uh, she, yeah, she left early, but she made up the time because she uh, came in early. Uh, she uh, she uh, she questioned why they uh, could not pull footage from her mornings when she arrived at work early, and why other teachers were not disciplined for leaving early. Um, and um, uh, Menard said that she experienced many moments of joy in her 25 years of teaching, including her five years at Crete. And uh, so anyway, I, I won't. I, I just wanted to pique your interest because uh, this is a pretty fascinating story. And uh, that isn't the only story that Zach Windling wrote about in the Nebraska Examiner about to Crete Public Schools. Uh, uh, just a, a month earlier, uh, back in August, uh, this, the same reporter uh, wrote this, Crete Public Schools moves forward with random drug testing of 7th through 12th graders. Uh, first test plan for next month, uh, the policy budgeted for up to $25,000 through May 
though the cost will likely fall depending on how many eligible students are required to be in the testing program. Uh, but yeah, school board officials in Crete decided to follow through uh, with random drug testing uh, among students, despite nearly a dozen speakers uh, objecting to the policy at a board meeting back in August. Uh, the Crete school board president uh, described what he viewed as the importance of the policy after seeing an increase in substance abuse in the school community. Uh, the policy approved unanimously uh, back in uh, earlier this summer uh, with, uh, with other consent agenda items would require students in 7th through 12th grades who participate in extracurricular non-graded activities as well as those who have obtained school parking lot passes uh, to be entered into a pool for testing. Once or twice a month, uh, a selection of students will be randomly selected for urine testing, which the policy describes as similar to tests for those who hold a commercial driver's license. Each test will cost the school about uh, the school district $36 and includes screening for alcohol. Uh, amphetamines, barbiturates, cocaine, ecstasy, marijuana, nicotine, and opiates. Uh, Oh, even nicotine. Okay. Uh, We believe that this is the best interest of our students at this time to provide them a safe, positive learning environment. So there was another controversial uh, moment for Creep Public Schools. So anyway, if you have an interest in Creep Public Schools, uh, tune in Wednesday. Uh, We'll talk about that. Um, Well, uh, we will, uh, on uh, tomorrow's show, welcome into the, well, I don't know if he's going to be in studio or by phone, but anyway, Mr. Uh, the, the chair of the Lincoln City Council, Mr. Tom Beckius, will join us for a little check-in with uh, the City Council, see what's going on. And uh, so, yeah, that's the show tomorrow. Um, if you uh, have been following uh, the Twitter page or the X page, uh, some of the activities uh, that we've been talking about, uh, include, um, you know, the latest um, uh, in the Trump uh, trials. And we're going to get uh, uh, the dean of the law school back on here, uh, uh, Mr. Dean uh, Dean R- Richard Moberly, uh, in the next week or so to talk about some of the uh, newer developments. And uh, and I'm going to couple that with, um, with some political commentary. And I've told you, you know, we don't do the yelling, we don't do the screaming, we don't do the... You know, you can find that a lot of different places. So we're going to try to continue to educate and inform and give you facts about those uh, judicial cases that are moving through the courts or starting to uh, about the former president. Um, and, I'm, and I'm not going to couple those discussions of educating and informing you about those uh, uh, those uh, court proceedings. Uh, but I will, uh, you know, bring on a, a political commentator to uh, to discuss some of that because, you know, again, we not we're not going to talk about national politics a lot in this show, even though we have um, uh, our congressional delegation uh, open invitation to uh, not only our uh, our Congress uh, Congressman uh, Congressman Flood and Congressman Bacon are both. Uh, well, Congressman Bacon has not been on the show, but he's, uh, uh, I think, scheduled to uh, later next month in October. Uh, but as well as um, 
our uh, Senate delegation, uh, uh, Senator Fisher and Senator Ricketts, always uh, welcome their participation in the show. Um, and so, yeah, we, we will, from time to time, talk about national issues that impacts uh, our congressional delegation, and that's one of them. You know, it's going to be a... It's going to be a rough and tumble uh, election year next year, boys and girls. In 2024, we've as we've talked before, to both Senate races will be up. All three of the congressional delegation uh, will be up for uh, election, uh, as well as the presidential election. So, you know, we're going to touch on that from time to time. We're not going to spend a lot of time on it, but... Uh, as you know, as you've heard me drone on before, uh, that's uh, I'm kind of a political nerd when it comes to presidential politics. And, uh, you know, Watergate was kind of what started my career and interest in politics. So uh, I think this is a similar moment in our American history uh, when it comes to presidential politics. So, yeah. We'll touch on it from time to time. And again, we're going to educate and inform and eh, hopefully entertain a little bit uh, when we talk about that. Well, uh, listen, I hope uh, that you uh, have a wonderful evening uh, as we wind down the show here this afternoon. And uh, and do uh, go on to the Twitter, uh, the X page, uh, and the Facebook page. We'd love to continue the conversation after the show. And uh, and if you haven't checked out, I just realized I haven't posted anything over the weekend. Uh, I just realized the last uh, thing that was up there is a picture of me and Johnny and Chef Kevin on the Friday Afternoon Club. <laughs> and so if you haven't seen that lovely picture of us uh, from the Friday Afternoon Club, check that out. It is pretty epic. That was epic. Doggone it. We, uh, you know, we, we, we like to have fun. Uh, so anyway, folks, that's the show. We're so glad that you uh, chose to bring us along for your ride home. Now go do good things on 1499.3 KLIN.